Hey, what's going on, Niner fam? Like, uh, I hit the, I'm going to be honest, I hit the button a little too early. But this is the, the, my name is Peter Lucas, and this is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. And I'm here to break down all your pregame, getting you ready for, getting ready for this uh, exciting matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. So with that being said, let's get into it. What's going on, guys? Like, uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on with me early this morning. I know all of you guys are getting your snacks ready, getting wherever you're at, like uh, maybe at the bar. I saw a lot of the Niner faithful down at the down in Atlanta, like partying it up. I hope you guys had a great time. Uh, big ups to to all the guys down there, like Breezy and uh, and John Chapman and uh, and some of the other guys I certified. I saw in the in from Twitter. Uh, you guys just uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed your time there. But let's let's talk. Let's talk about this matchup today, and the reality is every game kind of, to me, at this point, is a must-win game. The 49ers have two losses already early in the season, and I think in order for them to kind of, they need to widen their lead against against the the teams in this division, and it's, it's going to be really... Uh, hey, what's going on, Eric? I appreciate you coming in. Uh, they... However you get it, as long as you get it, right? So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so today it's really, it's really kind of just about building our lead in the division and hopefully the other, the other teams like the Rams and the the Cardinals and the Seahawks, uh, I think hopefully they comply and give us a bigger lead. But today we play the Falcons, right? And a lot of people out there are going to say, oh, well, the Falcons, we should be just running over the Falcons, right? And I see a lot of I saw a lot of that throughout the throughout the Twitter spaces, throughout the uh, throughout throughout a lot of broadcasts, a lot of content creators said the same thing this week. On paper, the 49ers should run over this team, even though the 49ers have a whole bunch of injuries. But I want to get into and I'm going to go over those injuries real quick just to let everybody know who's in and who's out for this game. We got uh, Manuel Mosley's went on in, injured reserve. Of course, we lost him for the season. It was really an unfortunate. Uh, really, I, I really feel badly for Manuel Mosley because he was playing excellent. But uh, then we also have Javon Kinlaw, who I think it it kind of ripped all of our hearts out la- uh, last yesterday when I saw that pop up on the timeline. It's because this guy, it was such well documented how hard he was working to get back. And I really felt bad for the band. He just, unfortunately, I think that that, that knee injury is going to be chronic and, and I'm not a doctor, but I've been watching football for a long time for over 35 years. And the injuries like that with a guy that his size don't get better. They usually, they do not get better. And if you have a, an example of a guy that did, please tell me who it is. Cause I don't think I've ever seen it. 
And it's it so it's really comes down to I, I just feel badly for the guy. I hope he can come back. I hope they come up with some we're coming up with uh, medical advancements all the time. So I hope that he can, they can come up with some kind of medical advancement to completely fix his knee. Cause the guy is supremely talented. And when he's on the, and when he's on the field, it's, it's obvious how talented it is. So like, but we really feel bad for Javon Kinlaw. Uh, but needless to say, he's out for at least the next four games. I'm not confident he's going to come back in four games. I'll be honest with you, but, um, but I mean, it is what it is. And hey, thanks, uh, CG Ruthless. Appreciate you, brother, for coming in. Like, uh, hey, go make sure you guys all go out and check out his channel. Hey, a great show. He comes out with great guests every week. Uh, but then we've got we got the guys that are just they're 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 not on injured reserve, but they're out. We got Jason Verrett, who's out. Who he, his window is open, and I'm hoping that he can come back. But he's another guy that. As many injuries as he's had, you just wonder if this if this is really in the cards for him. And I, I uh, another guy that has well documented that he how hard he worked to come back, and I, I just wish the best for him. But we'll see. And uh, we got Tyler Croft uh, is still out. Like I mean, we haven't seen him since I think since the first game. Um, but uh, he's questionable out with a knee. We got Nick Bosa, who's still questionable. I think it's going to be kind of a game-time decision. I haven't heard anything uh, yet about it. They were really kind of – Kyle seemed like he was thinking that he was going to play. But I'm actually – I want on this particular stub subject, I'm hoping that he doesn't because we're playing on turf again this week. And I know that everybody's been talking about turf all week, but I really just hope he doesn't play. I really hope he doesn't play. I don't want him to aggravate his injury, his groin injury. Those groin injuries are nothing to play with because as much as it's like kind of bothers you now, it can really, I mean, this is still the beginning of the season that, that that's an injury that can linger for. And we want, we want the best Boso that we can get down the stretch of the season. I don't want him to have a lingering groin injury all season. So I think that they should take another week to rest him. I don't think that they're going to need him for the Falcons, but and and I say that with the, the utmost respect for the Falcon Falcons organization and their fans. But but yeah, real talk. Like uh, I just I just think that they need to rest him. I don't think that they're going to need him. But uh, hey, what's shout out to shout out to not Damian Lee. Uh, he's been coming into to my shows. Lately. Hey, appreciate you, Damian. And and yeah, they. Always, bro. I'm always going to support my guys. And uh, CG also said Lenore or Thomas. I'm wondering who's starting. I'm guessing Lenore. And we're going to get to that in a minute because I want to get through all these injuries. So just so everybody knows who's in and who's out. But I am definitely going to bring up that matchup because I have thoughts on it that uh, that I thought uh, that I really haven't heard anybody mention there. I think that they were expecting one uh, either Womack or Lenore. And like, but I have my own thought process on it. But so Nick Bosa, we got Eric, Eric Armstead still out. A lot of people, I think there's, they think he's on IR. He is not on IR. I heard a couple of uh, people say that earlier this week, but he is not on IR and uh, he, he's just out. Uh, I think it's just uh, with his plantar fasciitis. I think that it's, it's a pain threshold thing, but you saw he tried to go last week and they had to take him right out. So don't let's not rush him, rush him back. Like I said, we played pretty well last week without him. 
and, and him and Ken Long. So Ridgeway is playing out of his mind. And uh, so it's just it like, yeah, we just need to be cautious with these guys. That's the, that was, that's the whole thing about this team. Uh, I'm going to get to it in a minute because I want to get through the rest of these injuries. And there's a lot of them. We got uh, Aaron Banks popped up on the injury report. He's questionable, but I think he's, I think he's going to play. Jimmy Ward, uh, we saw that he broke his hand last week. Uh, he, so he's going to be out. Uh, it was a freak accident. Like, I don't think that was them rushing him back. I think it was just a freak accident. And But Jimmy Ward is going to be – is I think he's going to be fine eventually. But thankfully, we have Sean Gibson that has been playing out of his mind. Uh, the We got Trent Williams still out. He could be – they said he's pretty – he's moving pretty well in practice. So he could be back sooner than later, but I don't think they need him for this game. Colton McKivitz, he went on injured reserve. So it's, it is what it is with Colton McKivitz. Uh, unfortunately for him, uh, he's got a knee issue he, and it's going to be, it's probably going to be a minute for Colton McKivitz. But uh, if Trent Williams comes back, it's going to be a moot point. Uh, but uh, Zee Shalshire, he's on injured reserve. We've got, uh, of course, the Trey Lance, uh, of course, is on injured reserve. Jordan, Jordan Willis on injured reserve. Elijah Mitchell injured reserve. Kalia Davis is still out. He's not on injured reserve. He's not designated on injured reserve yet. So, uh, or anymore. Like, so I'm interested to hear because I haven't heard anything about him all season. So I'm really kind of interested in seeing what, what is going on with him, but, uh, and how they figure to, to kind of get him into the game plan. Uh, Jordan Matthews and the, and the rest of these guys, I think that they've been on for long enough to where we don't really have to to mention them, even though they are players on this team. We support all of them, but it is what it is. But let's get into let's get into it and get into the the game today. And let's start off with uh, with Jimmy in this offense. So Jimmy has played. I I don't care what anybody says. The people there's a bunch of people saying that oh well you it's like you can't say that he's played well look we expect certain things out of jimmy we expect certain things out of jimmy and when he doesn't do those things to mess up the game to me he played well i'm not going to apologize for saying he play, played well not going to do it i don't care what you think about it honestly and not not to be rude but that's the reality uh, i don't think that we have to we have to be uh, apologize for thinking that a guy is playing better than we've seen in the past and just giving him a little credit for for that. Like, uh, I mean, he's part of that offense and he's, and the offense, all we need from them is a couple of touchdowns. This defense has been historically good and they are, they have been lights out. So really he's giving us what we, what we needed to win the game. And I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. Like uh, the guy is, the guy, his, uh, he's not a world beater. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying that he's a world beater. We're saying that he played well enough for the 49ers to win without shooting us in the foot. Did he miss a couple of throws? Yes. Okay, so what? Like uh, Debo, uh, Ayuk, uh, who else? There's been other people that have been dropping balls, We are, but nobody's mentioning those guys. Like uh, the same people that they're dogging on Jimmy are not are not mentioning those guys and their drops. So his his uh, stats could look a little bit better if he didn't have those drops and he was hitting those guys in the hands. So Ray Ray McLeod, that's another guy dropping balls. 
So it, it is what it is. Uh, the, this team needs to come together as a whole. And that's right. All of our victories for the 49ers are going to be complete team. They're going to have to be complete team victories. And I've said that from the beginning of the season. So just get like Husa, enjoy the game, enjoy the vic those last couple of victories where it's a new game today. And they're going up against an Atlanta defense that is not good. They have a good corner in AJ Terrell, but corners don't really move the needle when you go against the 49ers because the 49ers are a very physical team. We want to run the ball and, and our receivers are going to get their, our, their hands on, on those corners also and kind of tire them out with running the ball on them. And they, we have some of the best blocking receivers, which is a weird thing to say, but we have the, we have the best blocking wide receivers in the game. I, I think so just getting that aspect of the game. You have to think about it. You have to think and factor that in. Like that's why anybody talks about corners when they're going against 49ers isn't paying attention to the games and what the 49ers do because corners are a moot point in, in our, in this against this offense. So the other part of this offense that we're going to talk about real quick is this running game. The uh, the running game had led by Jeff Wilson because we know Elijah Mitchell went down. Uh, I still think that, that I think that I still think I'm going to stand on this till I die that Jeff Wilson is is mid, but in this offense and the gaping holes that he's getting to run through. It's it allows him to look better than than really what it is. And honestly, if he's going to keep getting if they're going to find ways to get him 115 yards in this offense, then, hey, more power to you. Then you don't really need to dip uh, dip deeper. But if you want those old those explosive plays like we used to get out of the running game, you're going to need somebody else. That's the way I look at it. So it's not that Jeff Wilson is bad. He's not bad, but he's mid. That's all. He's mid. And, uh, and uh, I, but I kudos to him for getting his, uh, his hundred yard rushing last week. And he looked good the week before that. Hey, do your thing, man. Like uh, I, I just, I love the, to see the production and the, but I, what I would like to see is some more explosive plays and we're not going to get that uh, with, without somebody else being back there. And that's, that's just my personal take on it. Now, with that being said, we got te we inject Tevin Coleman in, which everybody thinks that we should. Everybody, I shouldn't say everybody. I think, and I think a lot of people out there wanted to see Jordan Mason. So okay, they're not they don't they don't feel comfortable enough to put him in there, and I'm and I'm okay in my in my estimation to be okay with with the fact that they're not going to put him in for whatever the reason is they're not going to, and I'm okay with that as long as they still get the production that they've been getting the last couple of weeks. So, but they inject Tevin Coleman because of familiarity. And now, and Tevin Coleman, even though he only had what 26 or 29 yards last week, he was that change of pace that was needed. And he mossed somebody in reception in uh, on that one reception. But he was that change of pace back that they've that they've needed. And it added another aspect to this offense that I feel like really took some of the pressure off of Garoppolo in this offensive line, uh, because because they obviously they needed it. Like when you get one dimensional, this 49er team cannot be one dimensional. No team can be one dimensional and, and score points. They just, they're just not, there's one team I can think of in the book, the, in the bills that, that can pass out many ever times they want to. And it's just going to be that way. Oh, and the, and the bucks, but 
we don't have Brady and we don't have Josh Allen. So that's not that's not in the cards for us. We're also not going to be able to run the, the ball the whole game. Uh, so it, it is what it is. But I like that Channing kind of went back to the two-back system uh, now that he has two running backs that he can trust. I, I love that he went back to the two-back system because you you saw that it gives them that change of pace that they need to get a few of those longer runs. And uh, and yeah, we'll see we'll see what it does this week because Atlanta is terrible on defense, especially in the run defense. So yeah, I think that's going to open up some things for some other people. And I think that we're I'm excited to see where this offense goes from last week because uh, last week. Last week, I think I was on, I, I I can speak for myself. I was on walking on eggshells a little bit. I was wondering what we were going to see, if we were going to see some consistency, because that's really what I'm looking for going forward is consistency. And and I'm, I'm wanting to see more consistency in that run game because I think it opens up everything for Jimmy. And I want to see Jimmy keep throwing the ball uh, deep. I don't care if he can completes it or not. I don't care if he completes, just don't throw a pick. But I like the fact that he just threw it. And because that loosens up that defense that they know he's that they think if there's even the threat that he's going to throw it, that's huge. That's huge. So that's the offense. Uh, this is going to be a really quick show, guys, because like we got the game starting in seven minutes. <laughs> so real quick. Defense. Defense is uh, like uh, I think that even with all the injuries I just spoke about on the especially on the defensive line. This defense has a chance to to still dominate in this game. Like uh, I think that we talked about preseason, how the depth on this defensive line, and they've still got Kamoko uh, Ture, they've still got Drake Jackson, they've still got Ebukam, like uh, they've still got Hyder, they've still got Amenahu, they've still got all these different guys. They've got a completely different starting lineup on the along the defensive line. Uh, Ridgeway is playing out of his mind. Kevin Givens. Somebody needs to talk about Kevin Givens. Kevin Givens is been balling. So uh, I'm not worried about this defensive line. Uh, the one, the one thing I do worry about is because Atlanta is really good at running the ball, even though they've got their main guy, Cordell Patterson out of this game. Uh, Mar Marcus Mariota is known for running the ball because he's not really that much of a passer. The, but, but the, the, uh, the, other running backs that they have, Algier and and I and Hunt. The Hunt is more explosive to me than Algier. I he looks better to me than Algier does, but I don't think that either one of those guys is world beaters, and I don't see them killing this this defensive line. And not and and because not just because it's the defensive line. Guess what? They got Fred Warner, the best in my estimation, still the best linebacker in the league. Uh, best mid, at least bit best middle linebacker in the league, and then you've got uh, you've still got uh, Drake Greenlaw who has been playing unbelievable, and I think we all get frustrated with his different like kind of gaffes and different kind of uh, mistakes that he makes, but he's kept those to a minimum, and the guy's been playing out of his mind. So I apologize to Drake Greenlaw if I slandered you in the past. <laughs> we, he, you look great, bro. You look great. So. That with that being said, and then you move on, and then of course they've got the Flanagan Foles. Uh, they just activated Curtis Robinson, I believe. Uh, so he might be in the mix. You still got Oren Burks on special teams, like they've got guys uh on the in this linebacking core. And then now let's talk real quick. I got five minutes. Like uh 
we got five minutes to talk about the whole cornerback matchup. And the way I look at this is I think I, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if Ambry Thomas doesn't get a look at it by at least he gets worked in because I think it's going to be Ambry Thomas. I don't think that they want to work woman. It's just the weird way that Kyle thinks about things that makes me say that because Kyle uh, puts puts an emphasis on he likes he likes veterans and even though Avery Thomas is a second year guy he's got more experience than Womack and they were and they they do require their outside corner to be able to come up and tackle and not that we haven't seen that from Womack but I think that they see they see something on film the reason why they were holding Womack out of that because I thought he looked great on as a slot corner and they put it Lenore in here, who has looked equally good. He's looked he Lenore has looked really good at that slot spot. So I really don't have we don't really have anything to complain about. But I'd be I'd be surprised if they didn't stick Ambry in there just to give him some game experience. I know that Kyle Pitts will be playing in this game, uh, but they've got Drake London and Zacchaeus. Uh, I mean that doesn't strike fear in my heart for these corners. So it's. I just look at it as, and sorry, Chris, like I know Drake London is your guy from USC, but, <laughs> but the reality is, is I just don't see it. And, oh, but they were saying, uh, CG was saying Robinson may solve the special teams. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's just really comes down. It really comes down to, I think that Kyle just likes to go with experience. That's the way I look at it. I didn't hear anybody mention Ambry all week. And somebody might have, if if you did, then I apologize. But I didn't hear anybody from the content creators even mentioning Avery as a possible solution on that other side. But I mean, that guy, even though he's given up, even though he gives up tackle, like uh, gives up catches, he he doesn't usually give up big, huge plays like uh, like that that we saw down the stretch last year. We haven't really seen him too much this season, but uh, he's been sprinkled in here and there. But I think that he needs some. He needs, they need to get him going because I think that that could solve some of those depth issues. I was surprised that they didn't go out and bring back Darquez Denard, but, but I mean, it is what it is. I think that they were okay with the depth that they've got on the, on the roster. You saw that they elevated the barnacle. Uh, (laughs) The barnacle is back y'all. Dante Johnson is back on the roster. We knew it was inevitable. So he's another guy that you might see uh, today. Who knows? But Hey, like, uh, I still call this game. I think that the 49ers are going to win. Uh, I'm going to call this score 27 to uh, to 7. <laughs> and I still think that they win. I still think that they kind of dominate defensively. But uh, I'm not entirely sure what we're going to see out of the offense. I'm looking for consistency. That's what I'm looking for. So, but, hey, thank you guys for coming in today. Like, I really appreciate you giving me a little bit of time to, to give you a quick pregame before the show, before the show goes, thank you for all the comments and uh, thank you guys for coming in and, and leaving those comments. Thank you guys. Get, make sure that you share, share this and like it, Com- comment, leave, uh, hit the, hit the bell for the notification. So, you know, when, when I'm going live, uh, I go live usually twice, twice a week. And then I have a couple other shows that I'm on, but, and also Monday, tomorrow, eight, uh, eight 15, I believe is when my segment's going to be on. I'm going on with uh, Ryan Hensley. And you've, I think you've seen him with uh, go on with Grant a lot. And so I'm going to be starting a, uh, 
a weekly thing with him on every Monday at, at that eight o'clock spot in the morning. And uh, so be on the lookout for that. I'm really excited about it. Really excited to, to collaborate with Ryan. Uh, he's, I love his content and I'm sure that you guys will all enjoy the show. So, but thank you guys for, uh, for coming in and I hope you guys all enjoy the game. Hey, it's always go Niners.